0: everybody, and welcome to Blaze Radio and blazeradioonline.com. This is The Whole Nine. I am your host, Anthony Remedios. Thank you for joining all of us this evening, and it's great to have you guys here. A little bit about me. I'm a sophomore here at Arizona State studying sports journalism. I'm from the Bay Area, so diehard Giants, uh, Warriors, Sharks, Raiders, and Cardinals fan. Uh, Arizona Cardinals, that is i um, just really uh, happy to be back here live and in studio for the first time. Uh, last year when I was part of Blaze Radio, I was doing DJ shifts and all those were pre-recorded. So it's great to be back here um, in the studio. And I'm alongside Sammy Newt. Sammy, how's it going today? Hey guys, I'm happy to be on here. Um, I'm a freshman here at uh, Arizona State. Um, I also
1: am from the Bay Area, so a huge uh, Giants, Warriors, and Sharks fans like Anthony But I differ from him when it comes to football. Go Niners. I uh, bleed red and gold. Um, And yeah, I'm excited
0: to get in here. Uh, Can't believe I got this opportunity and can't wait to nail it. And so kind of a little bit about what the show is. This is uh, the whole nine. Um, We're going to be covering everything baseball here in this show. Uh, Everything from professional baseball um, and all the latest in major leagues and minor leagues to even, uh, especially as we get into the uh, later in the fall and the spring, we're going to uh, bring in some college baseball stuff as well um, with some draft prospects and just especially around the Pac-12 and ASU. So I'm really excited about that. A um, little bit about how this show came to be, and Sammy, feel free to chime in here, uh, but a little bit about how this show came to be. Sammy and I uh, met a couple weeks ago when we uh, when he came uh, on the, when he came onto campus, I was here on campus last year, so I knew a lot of people. But it was one of the, uh, I think it was one of the me- Blaze yeah, meetings, like a,
1: I think it was a, just a camp, like a club meet, like yeah, Saturday, one, of, those one of the tables, and just started to talk. and we
0: and we were just talking. He, we both knew we were Giants fans. We actually, I think we're both wearing a Giants hat yeah. that day, and uh, we just started talking. End up going for like forty five minutes, and I was like, okay, we got to do a podcast or a show or something, so. At any rate, that's, uh, that's how this show came to be, so very happy to have you guys here, and we got a great, really jam-packed show for you this evening. Sammy, anything you want to add before we get started? Yeah, I can't wait to get started. The Giants, we talked
1: for the Giants for like, I think it was like an hour and a half, not even 45 minutes, so we just sat there and talked for so long, and that, it made me realize that, hmm, maybe this show thing could be a possibility, and now we're here we are,
0: and uh, ready to get started. Indeed, so... Kind of going with that, let's talk about those San Francisco Giants, shall yeah, we? Man. Um, ju- This team has come out of nowhere. Yeah, they definitely. have been a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, it's been constant winning and
1: best team of every month pretty much, and it's been shocking to watch, to honest with you. I'm still in disbelief even as a Giants fan. I keep telling people, yeah, they're for real, but sometimes I don't even believe it myself, and there's
0: 96 wins in and ready to... Punch the NLS, hopefully soon. Hopefully. They are currently two and a half games up on the Los Angeles Dodgers, we will go in depth. We will go in depth and talk about the Dodgers a little bit later this evening. Currently the Giants are in the third of a four game series against the San Diego Padres, where they are currently down five to two. In the top of the sixth inning, it is a bullpen game today for the Giants, something they've been doing a lot of recently. Um, yeah, they've been doing a lot a of lot, bullpen lot, games.
1: And it's because their starting rotation has not been healthy, not, not even a little bit. And people keep saying the Giants, they have injury luck. They'd had bad, they have had a bad schedule. They've been lucky with all the players not getting hurt. And I think that's just not true. They've had tons of injuries. a to stem with D.L. And Longora, I mean, Vernon uh, Bell to long with D.L. Now losing two, um, I mean two fifths of your starting rotation, is usually a big blow to a
0: team. But now the Giants have the bullpen to deal with it, and somehow it's somehow it's working. Not tonight, but somehow for for uh, most of the other games they've done this. Uh, yeah. It's working. They just continue to play solid, solid baseball. What they, they're somehow winning baseball games. I don't yeah. know how they do it. Ninety-five wins. I'm sure there's probably about half of them we don't know where they came from. Nope, not at all.
1: I mean, the, the classic saying is that you're going to win a third of your games, you're going to lose a third of your games. But what do you do in the other third determines your season? And the Giants are winning a lot of yeah. that final third, that's for sure.
0: And this is a team that everybody everybody has been shocked by. I, I think the odds for them to win, to make, they they're they had a 2% chance. I saw lower than that. ESPN had a 1.2% odds to make the playoffs at the beginning of the year and had them going 70-92. and 92. And I, I, a lot of the other predictions, I was uh, well, KNBR, the local sports radio station back by uh, in the Bay Area, they had posted screenshots of preseason predictions for the Giants, and constantly, everyone, and very funny, all the ones that they had posted, it was like somewhere in the se- mid seventies. I don't even think they eighty was maybe one of them had eighty. I'm, I'm going to be honest with
1: you. I think you can agree with me. Even as diehard Giants fans and optimists from the last year, I saw a couple good things last year in that 60 game stretch. But I had them maybe, maybe making a wild, the second wild card game, the wild, the wild card spot. Maybe, maybe, maybe if the other teams in the divisions were bad. Uh, and I thought it was scary because the NL East looked so good at the end of the year. It didn't and the Mets mean. made all those additions. The Braves still looked amazing with Acuna and that pitching staff. And the Phillies could, could do something. So I, did, I didn't think the Giants had a shot and then they just kept winning
0: and winning the and the it. NL East every year for the last few years has always looked really good on paper mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year yeah. always looks to be the best division in baseball every But time. then it didn't mm-hmm. and then every year something goes it's wrong and it it becomes a disappointment but yeah even as a Giants fan I saw hope after last season a I knew bit, we were getting bit the offense was back I knew we were getting better but I didn't think we were going to be this good Not 95 and 50-50 with like not, eighteen games with runs. eighteen games to go. I I, I did not think that, so. yeah, and no, I even I, went to one of the Giants spring training games against the Reds, and there were like four or five home runs in that game. Yeah,
1: they hit a lot of home runs. I think the the most surprising thing about this Giants team, not just that they're winning, is that they're holding off the might be one of the best rosters ever constructed in Major League history in the Los Angeles Dodgers, and then going out the deadline and adding a guy like Max Scherzer. That
0: team's terrifying. And Trey Turner. And Trey T- Remember, they got they Trey Turner, too. The,
1: the starting, one of the starting shortstops. Or one yeah. of the all-stars.
0: Crazy. Yeah. Unbelievable. Crazy. This, the other great thing for me about this Giants team, somebody different is the hero every night. Every night. The, this team and just what this team has done the last 140-something games is the definition of a team sport, in my opinion. Yeah. You don't have one guy carrying it all. Not even close.
1: Posey sits out every third game, for Pete's sake.
0: Even people who aren't on this roster anymore, i.e. Mike Tuchman, yeah, have made a difference on this team. Mm-hmm. And that just goes to show you how deep this roster is that nobody thought I think was that deep.
1: The the biggest part of how deep this roster is, is like I said, Posey sits out every third game. He's probably going to do it in the playoffs, too. And the Giants are like 37-5 and five and Kirk Casale starts. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that? Why, why does that happen? I don't know. Brandon no Bell... Brandon Belt,
0: how is he hitting? How does he have 24 home oh, runs? He missed like two months. Yeah, and Brandon Crawford has 20. He was playing, both of them having. In the MVP all league. three of those guys, Posey, Belt, Crawford, all
1: having the best years of their careers. For sure. not it's uh, Posey in 2012 might rival, but. Maybe. Belt and Crawford. For Belt sure. and
0: Crawford for sure. And then you have a guy like Mike Yastrzemski, who. Spent a good chunk of the first half on the injured list and all of a sudden came back and just decided to start hitting home runs. Now this guy has 23 home runs. Yeah, and the other, the other one who par- kind of partners him in the left side,
1: side of the field and the batter's box is Lamont Wade Jr. Who's yeah. that guy? I don't know. But he's hit 16 home runs. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's like batting 400 in the ninth inning as like four game winning hits. But, yeah. And, I think, yeah, it's crazy. I yeah. can't believe it.
0: For those of you who are, who have not been following as much, the Giants are currently on a nine-game winning streak, their longest winning streak in franchise history since two thousand four, and they have scored at least six runs in every game this winning streak. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Yeah, looks like it's going to come to an end tonight
1: unless they uh pick it up here soon.
0: We'll see. But, uh, hey, you know, as we've seen with this Giants team all year, who knows? They can come back. It's not over till it's over. Not even close. We've seen plenty of ninth inning and extra inning comebacks. So, anything is possible. Baseball. Baseball's a beauty. Mm-hmm. It's. So we're talking an, about on the
1: show. It's such, amazing. Such an incredible game. The stories. The stories in each game. How the, the battle between the pitcher and the, the batter at all times. The way the pitcher and the catcher have to be on the same page, or else there's dysfunction. The way that people, runners on second base, can mess with the pitcher's mind.
0: Mm-hmm. The
1: way the shift in positioning. How analytics have led to a downfall in hits, but a launch and home runs. Mm-hmm. You know it's. Baseball's changing year by year, and the Giants are changing with it, which I thought was extremely impressive.
0: It is, and I gotta admit, you know, I wasn't a big and you know, the biggest fan of Gabe Kapler initially, and I'm still not the biggest fan. Really? Why? not? But, but I have, have to say, games this year. I have to say, we've all underestimated him. Yeah, he still makes some questionable on. decisions, but I, I, he, it's growing on me, and. I think, you know, what Giants fans and just everybody has to do is just the process. I, not to sound cliche, or, or sorry, <laughs> sorry, for the, uh sports fans that may be listening, but just got to go with it. Mm-hmm. The Farhan plan that started back in 2017, 2018, mm-hmm. is just now finally coming to play. Yeah, and I think speaking of Farhan, I mean,
1: we love Farhan, but we also hate Farhan a little bit because uh, he constructed – the Dodgers are a uh, little bit of roster. is uh, The Max Muncie, the Chris Taylors, all of those players in the world who seem to torment the Giants on a year-by-year, game-by-game, series-by-series basis, and it's never-ending. So maybe we don't like Farhan too much. But these Dodgers, man, I, since, yeah, I just, they have the same formula as the Giants. They're a deep roster. They pitch and hit spectacularly. They have the 2nd best rotation in baseball. I think the Brewers' rotation is amazing. I do, too. And I think that, with Bueller and Scherzer at 1-2 and a Clayton Kershaw coming back and Julio Uris, which is really well, and a really good bullpen who is experienced in a lot of bullpen games, this team is not going to be fun to place in the playoffs, obviously. And I think Max Scherzer has been, might have put himself back in the Cy Young candidacy with the second half he's had with the Dodgers. He has struck out 72 batters in 51 innings while maintaining just a 0.88 ERA and it starts with the Dodgers. It's insane.
0: G... It's funny even at Max Scherzer. Not funny, but I saw a tweet earlier in the week. Um, I forget who tweeted. If it was the Athletic or a beat reporter, who it was, but um, they had said that Scherzer might be the first, or the first in a long time. I can't remember which one it was. Um, to the first player to get traded within the season and still be a candidate for Cy Young. Really, I. That's kind of hard. To Justin, so, I, I, I I no, saw, Justin I thought I thought I saw something like that. Uh, I don't know,
1: but he's been crazy. I they haven't lost one of his starts. He just notches three thousand strikeout, he, which is just insane. Congrats, to Max Scherzer. He back. is only
0: he is only one of nineteen players in Major League Baseball to do it. On the
1: way to the Hall of Fame,
0: for one million percent. And not to mention that in his three thousand strikeout game, he had a no a perfect game through I believe it seven. was seven or eight innings. No, it was seven. Seven and
1: then uh, Eric seven the some. Yeah, Eric Dozzler, Eric were like doubled with like one out in the seventh. Okay. But he had an immaculate ending that game, too. He, he did have an
0: immaculate Nine pitches.
1: I mean, that's just pure dominancy. You're not going to see anyone else. But Dodgers fans are still not happy. You know, they're not first in the division. The offense seems to be a struggling a little bit. I think part of that is the, uh, the awfulness of one Cody Bellinger. Yeah. Where did that guy go?
0: You know, it's funny. Well, not funny, but interesting looking. I got at Cody Bellinger. Because two years ago, back 19. in 2019... Belly versus Yelly. It was Bellinger and Yellich, both of whom have now a regressed. A lot. Oh, significantly. A lot. I'm surprised Cody Bellinger
1: has had yeah. as bad of a season as he is. He's batting under 200 and has less than 10 home runs. And you can say he was injured, but he's only injured for like, like 10 to 15 games, and he's been just god-awful. Like really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Every time it comes up, it's an out, pretty much. Maybe he's batting eighth. The only reason he's playing is because AJ Pollock's hurt. Like, it's a ridiculous. He's whew, really, really bad.
0: Remember though, one of those, uh, not in the most recent series, but earlier in the season, one of those Dodgers Giants games was decided because of Cody Bellinger throwing her. Yeah, that's something we'll
1: get in later, especially after the division is clinched and we can see which team comes up and which plays tilted the division one way or another. I mean, just to give a snapshot, the Giants win the season series. They win it ten to nine, but they get outscored in the season series like seventy-five to seventy-two. And it, it, the margin of error in between these two games is just so slim. You have the pull off at second at uh, the last series with Trey Turner making that error, mm-hmm. it was a like, cleat length to get Pester Posey out at first. There's yeah. the like the like the no stretch against like the Giants, and then the no call with the 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 definite swing by Darren Ruff like it's just
0: oh I remember that I didn't see that live but I think I saw a video of oh, it was really. crazy
1: Kenley Jansen was so mad but yeah I mean speaking of the playoff race uh, I think we should get into the uh, just take a look at the NL wild card a little bit and to me it seems like uh, nobody wants to win the NL wild card second spot uh, the Padres have lost their last five and m- maybe they'll snap out of that but. Overall, they have been playing really, really bad. I think they're like fourteen to twenty-two since the trade deadline, and a big problem with that is that they got snubbed out of Max Scherzer. They had the reports. I was in, I was traveling abroad, and I'd seen they got Adam Fraser earlier that uh, early a couple of days ago. And I was very mad at that because I thought, why do you have every single All-Star infielder? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was very upset, and then I see on the way back from uh, way to the airport, I'm traveling. I see uh, Max Scherzer headed to Padres. I was like, darn it. I I wanted Scherzer. I think Scher- especially this Scherzer right now. We're I think we're like World Series locks. If we had this Scherzer right now. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I wanted him really bad, and I got really sad. And then I didn't realize I could be sadder when uh I got I touched down on my plane. No, no, was happening? And I I see on my phone, uh, Trey Turner, along with Max Scherzer, headed the LA. I've no, I don't think I've been so sad in my entire life.
0: I was go- so that day. I Was at my house earlier when the all the Padres. All the Padres um, news and reports were coming out, and I had a friend calling me, and he was all—he's Padres fan, and he was all excited because they got surgery. I'm like, eh, it's not done yet. I'm like, don't get too far ahead of yourself. Ken
1: Rosenthal isn't
0: often wrong. So and then I was, was yeah. and then I'm out mini golfing with some other friends, two of whom were Dodger fans, Oof. the other of which was another Giants fan, and that had come out. And I was just, that was tough. I was like, did you at I'm least like, of every golf? team. Did you at least win mini golf? I did not win mini oh, golf. Oh, God. I it. came in last in mini golf. Oh, god, That's a sad Actually, I might game. have tied for last. Well, still, last is um, I might have tied for last. But I remember, I remember I was like, of every team that could get Max Scherzer, That's not the Padres. It just had to be the Dodgers. Yeah, and then I, I try to
1: rationalize with myself, you know. because And then getting Trey does. Turner also. Yeah, that's what one does in a depressing time. I said that, basically, we played the Padres ten more times. We played the Dodgers three more times. So at least we didn't have to see Max Scherzer in the regular season. Right. <laughs> but, you know, that one-two punch in the NLDS is going to be kind of sad. It will. So, I mean, Bewer, uh, the Giants got to him last time, but... Historically, bueller has been the Giants' worst nemesis, and then just Max Scherzer on the other side with the two split eyes and the psychotic demeanor. is going to be scary. Mm-hmm. On to the other teams who have failed to win the NL NO wildcard uh, is the Reds. They are 4-8 in the month of September and are currently trying to get that second wildcard in place, but I, th- I just made that 4-9 because they lost the state of the Pirates, um, which is not a good look. You do not want to lose the Pirates in the middle of a, uh, No. A postseason race, um, especially with all the games they have coming up against division opponents, especially with the Cardinals. And the Cardinals, speaking of the Cardinals, they uh, they look pr- pretty all right. They're nine and eight in the month of, t- of September. They have a big series winning with the Mets, and they split with the Los Angeles Dodgers, um, which is one of the series that the Dodgers fans were not happy about because the Cardinals won in a bullpen game, which is very very rare against the Giant against the, uh, the Dodgers. And yeah, I, I think the NL wild card's is going to come down to who loses the least.
0: Mm-hmm. And then just going to get crushed by the Dodgers or the Giants, hopefully. The NL wild card, as it stands, currently, we've only seen two teams in the National League clinch a playoff spot San Francisco Giants, uh, that happened on Monday night. They were the first team to clinch, and it is the earliest clinch in franchise history. Mm-hmm. And then the Los Angeles Dodgers just clinched it last night.
1: But but, currently, I mean, clinched is a term.
0: Clinched a playoff berth. But Brewers have clinched. Punch the playoff ticket. Brewers. Brewers
1: are going to clinch in like the
0: next. They they will clinch this week. They will clinch this week. And and I mean the NL
1: East is just a just who knows gonna win that division at this point. The Braves could fall off in the next week, and I would not
0: be surprised. The main question between San Francisco and LA is who's winning the division and getting the buy. That is the bigger question. Or both who's, those teams are
1: avoiding the crapshoot. That is a one, play. the one-game playoff.
0: And currently, as the wild card picture stands in the National League, and this is even just a little bit different than when uh, we were looking at this before the show a couple hours ago, St. Louis, the Cardinals are currently in the second wild card spot. The Padres and the Reds are now both one and a half games out. The Phillies are three games out, and the Mets are five out. Okay. And the.
1: Ooh, update. Uh, Arizona looking to threat right now to take over the Dodgers. Fortunately,
0: I cannot pull up that live stream because we are in blackout restrictions on MLB TV. Love those.
1: Love those blackout restrictions, like how much my favorite team I want to.
0: Hey, they're not playing the Giants right now, so I'm okay. Hey, at least we can still watch Giants games, right? I mean,
1: if you're the MLB, how do you? Uh, that's not that's a conversation from another day.
0: Mostly the off season, but I just think that's ridiculous. I we are going to talk about Dodgers stuff. but percent. like you said, that's a that's a discussion for another day. So I think
1: uh, speaking of those Mets in the NL East, I kind of want to get into this uh, this last weekend's uh, Subway Series. I know you were in Montana, celebrating your cousin's wedding. Wyoming or Wyoming? Sorry, so um, those. They're the same same state. Come on, man. It's
0: all the same thing It's all in the same area. (laughs) So, side note, for anybody who hasn't visited that part of the country, it is beautiful out there. So, definitely go check it out.
1: It's the lack of people. True. (laughs) Um, uh, So, speaking of the Mets and Yankees, the Subway Series was this last weekend. And we got some fireworks in the the Mets game. Uh, Lindor, he officially made himself a Met. He has struggled this year mightily. They signed him to a 14 year, $320 million deal, which was just ridiculous. I kind of wanted to get him in the off season, but after I saw that price tag, I said, no, thank you. Um, And he's kind of made some drama in in Matt's uniform this year. Recently, there was the the thumbs down thing where they decided to boo their fans for an inexplicable reason. I mean, I feel like that's not excusable anywhere, but especially in New York. Are you kidding me? You're just going to get torn apart. No one's going to like you ever. But and for, even though it wasn't
0: intentional to be booing at the fan. no, no, it was one million percent. Oh, yeah, he, goes, he right.
1: goes like this: he goes down, he goes puts thumbs down after he hits a home run. And like, oh yeah, and like
0: he, that's I right. I think one of the I quotes was, from, from
1: Javi Baez was, uh, oh, yeah, was yeah, yeah. Francisco Lindor's partner's entire thing. That's one of right. his quotes was like,
0: You're right. My
1: um, bad. "If they're gonna boo us when uh, we do something bad, we're gonna boo them when we do something good." Like what?
0: Yeah,
1: makes no sense. But um, he kind of made up for all of that. In a stunner of a game, I think the Mets won 8-7, and there was a Brent clearing brawl. stand hit in a moonshot, but the star of the game is by far uh, Mr. Lindor with three home runs in the, uh, the Mets' black uniforms against the Yankees, which are very nice. Like, they need to bring that black more often. Um, and yeah, he hit, hits three home runs against the Yankees, makes himself a star, and continues the Yankees' woes, and I think that's a great segue into the AL wildcard race and just how bad the Yankees have been recently. Um, so we did a pilot episode for this show, and we recorded it uh, to send, submit it up for our audition. And at the in the midst of that pilot show was the Yankees. The Yankees were on fire. They had won 13 straight games, and they did not look like they were signed down at all. But uh, we kind of talked them up in that one. We said the Yankees are back. But uh, they decided to prove us wrong in the in the, in the most funny way. Uh, since ending their streak, they're 5-11, and, and they lost a crit. this is the worst thing they could possibly be done— we lost a four-game sweep to the division and a wild-card on-fire rival Toronto Blue Jays. And then lost two of, th- of three of the Mets, like I mentioned earlier. What do you think's going on in uh, New York?
0: I don't know. Um, I really have not had a chance to follow much, just much of the AL just because there's so much happening mm-hmm. on the NL side of things. But, um, you know, what they did is what everybody thought the Giants was going to do. Awesome. Yankees got... The Yankees had that one hot streak. And with the Giants, everybody thought, well, okay, that's got to come to an end. And nobody thought that was sustainable. Mm-hmm. Same thing kind of happened with the Yankees, in a way. Yeah. I see that. yeah. Um
1: Yeah. So, speaking of, like, just moving forward, the Yankees, they have a couple must-win games and series come up here. They have a total of eight games against teams under 500 in a row. They have two more games against the Orioles, which I think I'm might have played today, but I'm not sure of the score. Um, and then they have three more versus the Indians and three versus the Rangers. If I'm the Yankees in those eight games, I have to go 7-1.
0: There's no doubt about it because of what they have upcoming next. They're playing, yeah, the Orioles, the Indians, and the Rangers. In eight games, you have to go 7-1. Let me stakes. also know. not saying this is going to happen again, but the Indians and Rangers have also both been no-hit multiple times this season. Which is very sad. Which is sad. You don't need to throw no hitter. you shouldn't going to beat them. <laughs> exactly. Beat them 1-0 if you have to. If they don't win those, some of those games,
1: no, they, they don't come out seven. of
0: those games with the, with the winning record. It's not a problem. winning
1: record. They have to go 7-1. and one. They have to be dominant. They have to stack up wins. They have to put a barrier between themselves and the two teams behind them, which are the Red Sox and the Blue Jays. And speaking of those teams, uh, the Yankees play three huge series to close out the season. They have three versus the Red Sox. Three versus the Blue Jays and three versus their division leader Rays. That's tough. That's brutal. Because if you're the Red if you lose two of those games against the Red Sox, you're out of the you're out of the wild card and you have to fight your way back in.
0: Mm-hmm. If you
1: lose two of those games to the Blue Jays, you're out of the wild card, you have to fight your way back in. And then who knows what the other teams become.
0: I don't know. Currently the Yankees and actually all three of those teams. Yeah, Yankees currently the Yankees, Blue Jays, and Red Sox. We're all tied for the wild card. Boston has one more loss, but it's showing them in the in the standings as even with those teams. But as they have one the more win. loss,
1: one more win, don't they?
0: Yeah, one more loss, one so more win, so, so, so it I evens can. itself out. Yeah. So, but currently Toronto has that second spot. There must be some tiebreaker formula. Mm-hmm. I can't remember how they do the tiebreaker. Probably head to head. That's probably what it is: head to head or division mm-hmm. matchup, something like that. Uh, on the outside looking in, you have the Oakland A's at three and a half games out and the Seattle Mariners at four games out. So um, all four, all all these teams, um, the A's and the Mariners we'll get to in just a minute, but definitely between the Yankees, Blue Jays, and Red Sox, now, it's a very tight race. Yeah, the story
1: of what's going on is because nobody wants to pay attention to the Giants because why would you want to do that, is the Toronto Blue Jays. They have... Who might now be the front runner for the MVP?
0: uh, That's going to be. It's tough. It's going to be close, and we'll we'll be following that and discussing that more in detail after the season's over. But I mean, doesn't the MVP awards come out during the playoffs? No, those get announced. uh, Those get announced in November, right around the first or second. At least in the past, they would get announced uh, the first or second week of November. After all the playoffs have gone, yeah. The voting, a topic. the voting takes place before that, I think. Mm-hmm. But the results don't get announced until after the World Series. I mean, yeah, the, Otani's been a superstar. He's been yes.
1: nothing more. He's been so much more than what the MLB could hope for. What a nice, what a
0: nice comeback for him because yeah. he he's had a couple big injuries. He had Tommy John. Tommy John. He probably
1: pulled something in his leg. I don't really remember, but it's been.
0: Definitely been a rough start, and he's him come back era, but... and really just shown everybody the player that everybody thought he would be. He's pissed
1: on an All Star level and hit at an MVP level. What? What? How
0: do you do that? That's crazy. Forty five home runs as a pitcher. We've never seen that before. No, you haven't.
1: I and mean, nothing against this good opinion. And it's a
0: great thing for baseball.
1: Yeah, by far. I mean, he was a, unfortunately didn't do well in the home run derby, but I mean, all eyes were on him at the All Star break. All eyes are going to be him for the rest of his career, and it's crazy to think that he overshadows what might be the the greatest player of our generation, Mike Trout. How do you do that? How do you overshadow the best player, potentially of all time, in your teammate? Yeah. But and then the second question is, how do you have the two greatest players in baseball and still suck? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and that and that, 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 that's a question about, the, in, you know, really speaks to the Angels. The, but, yeah. but also to the sport, that it's not just one guy that can carry it all. Or two guys. Yeah, you can have the two of the best players in the game, And you're still sitting at seventy one and seventy four. Pretty absent this year, but you know, still.
1: I mean, the main
0: thing is the Angels, in my opinion,
1: don't have enough pitching. I mean, that's the always complaint for
0: years and years and years and years and years. It's it's crazy to think that in twenty fourteen the Angels were good. Were they? They they were in the playoffs because I I remember that playoffs. playoffs. I remember that playoffs. That playoff race. Had so many different interesting combinations. Power could have broken down. The oils were even in the playoffs that, that year. That was no, that, that was yeah, that was that year. That was fourteen cause it was it was
1: like the game winning home run in this year. I don't remember too much, but Dumb Young in those
0: years. Yeah. So it's it's interesting, but with the Blue Jays, aside from the Giants, they were the other hottest team in baseball. It, between those two teams, oh. I, well, we I would love to see both earlier. those. I would love to see both yeah, those two teams play each totally. One and
1: two in home runs in Major League Baseball. Uh, number one is the Blue Jays, unfortunately. Number two is the Giants. Uh, the Giants is a slight more impressive because they don't have a pitcher hitting. They have a pitcher hitting. I mean, um, I, but I'm not a biased fan, of course. Um, Vlad Junior has 45 home runs. But I have the stats written down here. Um, Vlad Junior is leads their league in home runs. He has six RBIs behind the lead for the Triple Crown, and he's five points behind the league in average. Uh, so there is a very, very realistic possibility that Vlad hits for the Triple Crown. No one's done that since Miggy in 2013, and he loses the MVP race to a guy who's doing something that is
0: unheard of. When was the last time somebody even won the Triple Crown? Do you remember? Yeah, Miggy in 2013. Oh, Miggy in 2013. Yeah. Which was a crazy year for him, too. Wow. Oh, congrats to me, Cabrera, too. Uh, five on his home run. If he did get 500 that. home yeah. runs, he's still about 30 base hits away. So about From 30 one. base... 3,000. 3,000.
1: Uh, thirty's a lot in, like, 18 games. He's not going to reach yeah. it this year, unless he plays next year. He think he'll play do you next think...
0: Year? Mm, I was just about to ask you the same question. I don't know. I think it'll be close. If he's close enough, I could see it. Yeah. He might just
1: hit... Uh, do you think he mm. hits till 3,000 and just
0: quits? That's kind of, uh... I don't know. I think it it depends on where he's at at the end of the year and how the rest of the season, how these uh, last two and a half weeks go for Tigers team. Yeah. Yeah.
1: AL Central, not a
0: good division. (laughs) It's it's the one of. No, it is. It's the worst. It's yeah. It's the worst. It's not a good division. They have one great team and
1: four teams under five hundred. Yeah. Which is. Not nah. giving them what you want in division. The Bright Sox though. Speaking
0: good. of D A L Central, how did the Twins fall off so quickly? They yeah, were They like were no good. Concern. They they won did were they they were a hundred win team in twenty nineteen, weren't they?
1: No, that the yeah, the twenty nineteen twins were the team that broke all the records for the home run. They had like four hundred bombs or three hundred and fifty bombs.
0: Right, I remember to get, that. To give,
1: to give you perspective for like over three hundred home runs in a season. The Giants are second in the NL, second in the MLB. And the Toronto Blues are the first in the MLB with 18 games to go, and Mike Bruguez have, like 220, and the Giants have like 210. They hit over 300 home runs. Wow! That I think the Twins
0: the Twins had over 100 wins <laughs> in 2019. And though. Then they got swept by the Yankees like they always do. And then they got swept by the Yankees. I was talking to a friend at dinner today, and he
1: uh, he's like, "I'm a Twins fan," and he goes, "We even won a playoff game in 2004, and but did playoffs like 10
0: times." And that's sad. I remember uh, on an an earlier podcast a couple years ago that I did during that postseason with another friend of mine, we were talking about that. Mm -hmm. But, like, how were they that good as recently as two years ago? They even made made the playoffs in a 60-game season. No, they won their division last year. That's right. Oh, that's right. They, oh, that's they, right. they barely it. beat. They barely edged out the, the White Sox. White Sox. And that's they, right.
1: Yeah, they they lost the Astros, who came out of nowhere that
0: year. And now they are sixty four and eighty three, barely above five hundred right no. now. What do you mean? No, to, they're no, below five hundred. Twenty games below Bare, five hundred. Barely below. Sorry, barely above hundred loss season. That's what I meant.
1: Very, I guess below or above is depending how you look at it, but yeah. Wow. Yeah, they they kind of came out. I think people are still picking them to win the division or the White Sox this year. It's not like they lost a lot. I guess, yeah, I don't know. But they fell off hard. That division is just so boring. Yeah. So, so boring.
0: And the Blue Jays, coming up left on their schedule, six games against the Twins, three games against the Orioles. So yeah, that's, that's nine what we would consider easy games.
1: Yeah, nine wins, hopefully. I mean, who knows? It's probably, it's probably more like...
0: Probably, Probably
1: more like, like six or seven. Yeah, seven and two. I'm one.
0: Um, and then, as far as the more difficult side, six games against division rivals, three each against the Rays. And so they handled
1: the the Blue Jays have been handling the Rays recently, but yeah, the Yankees that's a huge game. And um, yeah, the, the Yankees need to turn around. And see, like we said, uh, schedule is pretty difficult. Besides those first eight games, uh, they close out the series with nine games against games that they will all see as must-win. So not only do their next eight games feel like they must win because of uh, just stressful purposes um, and need to stack up wins, they need, they need to, they basically need to go whether they have eight plus nine and 17 more games, and they want a lot of them. Yeah. A lot of them.
0: They do.
1: They do.
0: Hmm. On the outside, looking in... Oh, we haven't talked about the Red Sox yet. Oh,
1: yeah, you're right. So- the Red Sox, uh, They are a team that's kind of just been, like, there. They were very, very good at the beginning of the season, uh, with the Giants up there being a shock value. Um, And then they kind of just kept going, but not going at a fiery pace like the Giants. They kind of just kept winning, but winning enough to be relevant, but not winning enough to be popular, I guess, or as shocking as the Giants. Mm -hmm. Uh, Their biggest thing at the deadline was not adding pitching and not adding a first baseman. They had a Kyle Schwarber who went on that tear in, like, May, who? Klaus Schwarber, or I don't oh
0: know. yeah, wait like, like right. like
1: June
0: or July. No, July, June or July because he it was whatever. No, it was, it was June. It was June because that was when he got the Lightning Player with the Month he card for MLB The Show.
1: Yeah, yeah, he hit like fifth, he like fifty home runs in sixteen games. Which
0: I still don't have that card, by the way. My God, catch up, man. He's See, on my I, bench now. I play that game, but apparently not enough to grind to get some of these cards. No, you don't, man. Got to go and grind. It's fun. Very very fun, especially
1: when, especially if your team isn't good. Like if you're like a Twins fan right now, like why not just go play them to show? True. Sure. It's a bit of a safe haven. Probably
0: well, probably do better there.
1: They might suck in the game though, and make more sad. True. Sure. Um, but yeah, the Red Sox they kind of just in there, solid team, uh, not great pitching, great hitting, pretty much. Um, and now they're just waiting to see who like the Red Sox remaining schedule is. As we would classify easy, as we said, they probably have the easiest schedule remaining, to be honest with you. They have six against the Orioles and three versus the Nationals. And then their difficult game would be the two versus the Mets, which are definitely winnable, and then three more versus the Yankees, which is going to be a crazy series, publicity-wise. Red Sox, Yankees for that second one. I mean, who knows? So maybe for both lock red spots, the Blue Jays cool down. But yeah, it's going to be between those three remaining AL East teams, which people could argue, is I would say, is probably the best division in baseball now. I know we have the Giants' daughters, the two best teams
0: in baseball in the division. If the Padres didn't fall off... Yeah, that's right. I, I would say the NL West. I would say so, too. But here's the other interesting thing about the NL West, though. Even teams like the Rockies, somehow they decide they want to make baseball interesting. Rockies
1: are an anomaly. They are the craziest team I've ever witnessed in a season they have they have like a 45 and 25 record at home they have like the best home record in baseball before the Giants swept them by the way in Coors Field but they have like the best record at home record in baseball then absolute abysmal road record to get
0: like 10 games under 500. and How they just beat possible? and they just beat the Atlanta Braves today were they in Coors Field no they were on the, the oh, it was wow. in Atlanta that's shocking one. so that's what I'm saying they decide they still want to make things interesting and I mean, the Braves
1: not playoff push, but more of a,
0: And the Braves are only three and a half games up now on the Phillies for the top of the NL East,
1: which is another just really weird division, like we said earlier. It, it is. is really weird. Um. All right. Now on the outside looking in, as we mentioned earlier, for uh, the AL Wild Card, we have the the I would say the, the second biggest shock of the year, which is a, or as I like to call it themselves, which is the Seattle Mariners. They're three games back with a second wild card. And they remind me a bit of the Giants, like I said. They're a team out of nowhere, somehow surviving, making good additions to the squad. And remember the trade deadline? They traded Kendall Graveman. I do remember that. And how everyone was making fun of him. I'm like, what are you doing? You just traded Kendall Graveman, and then went to go to trade for Diego Castillo. I, no I remember cool that. No clue cool what they were doing. Everyone made fun of them. And the, the one prospect that came back to him, the one like, major league ready player, was a guy named Abraham Toro. And all the MLB Network pundits and all of the guys on Twitter were like, this Toro better be the next god of Seattle. And he looks like he is. And and the games for Seattle, he's slashing 293 with a 370 on-base percentage and a 425 selecting percentage. That's really good.
0: The Mariners are always an interesting team. They're they're always a team that starts off really strong, but they... They settled for mediocrity. I don't yeah, know if did you watch I the. Did. I was about to ask you that the three and a half hour documentary. The about them? D- D- Dorktown yeah. uh, oh history of the God, Seattle that was amazing. For those of oh you God. who haven't watched it, go watch uh, the Dorktown it's, series it's by three John. Three and a Bo- half
1: hours long, so maybe take your time with it.
0: But. I did. I did it over a couple couple sittings. Yeah, it's three and a half hours long. Each uh, each part is about forty to fifty minutes, but mm-hmm. there's a documentary on YouTube for those of you who are unaware. It's called Dorktown. History of the Seattle Mariners, and it's produced by John Boyce, uh, who works for SB Nation. Yeah. And he's actually doing... Uh, the Atlanta Falcons right now. He's doing the Atlanta Falcons. Which the Atlanta, I guess we'd say is the Seattle Mariners of the NFL, I guess. The thing about the Mariners, though, is they have had some great Hall of Famers come through this their organization. A-Rod, Randy Johnson, Edgar Martinez... Griffey. Griffith,
1: Andrew Sajuki. I mean, right.
0: And... They have not seen the playoffs since 2001.
1: Which they won 116 games after losing Air- Alex Rodriguez, Randy Johnson, and Ken That Garcia was uh, each one rookie season. That was, that
0: was, that wasn't that each, that was each row's rookie yeah, his, season and, and, here and in the MVP States. Season. And the who? Rookie of the Year and MVP that year.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, the, the absurdity of that season is something that we can look at for hours and
0: hours and hours. And then they lose in the division series to the who, Yankees? of course? The Yankees.
1: Naturally. They're at arch and but the, that series is just, ins- that, that season is just insane because they, um, they come in, they lose the three best players of their, gener- of their franchise and the, the biggest star in the game that time, Ken Griffey Jr., along with A-Rod, who turns out to be a Sarah using Hall of Famer, and a great pitcher in Randy Johnson, um, who goes on to win the World Series of the Diamondbacks that year. But other than that, they win 116 games, which is 10 more than the Giants are on
0: pace for right now. And that's even more than the 2018 Red Sox, who were at one point on pace to break that record. No way. In 2018, yeah. They won 108 games that year.
1: No way they were on pace to break the record. They were
0: getting close. At one point they were. That would I remember there was talk. I remember there was talk that season of them coming close to, close I, to that. I
1: remember that World Series, the Red Sox-Dodgers. Yep. I was sitting on, I was in Syracuse for my uh, cousin's had a cousin's family weekend, I think, watching football game there. And I come home and I'm in this uh I'm in a hotel and I'm sitting on a pull out bed with the springy the springy new bed. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yep. And I'm sitting there watching the game and it's the eighteen inning one. And we're on the east coast. Oh. And my mom So eyes, that it was about
0: three or four AM when that game finished. Yeah, it was like
1: a.m., like And my mom's yelling at that well, she's not yelling at me, she's more like, What are you doing up? Go to sleep. But I was like, "No, this is a historic moment. The Re- if the Red Sox win this game, they win the World Series probably because you know the Dodgers can't come back from an eighteen inning
0: heartbreaker Not from when they're down no. three 0 uh, in the series. Well, like they were down
1: like two one, I think. You can't come back from an eighteen heartbreaker.
0: Yeah, like that. it's pretty much impossible. The so that day, I was announcing high school football. Naturally, uh, we were playing. Uh, I was I did a lot of PA announcing uh, at my high school, Aragon High School. In the Bay Area, and I uh, we had JV football. We had a uh, JV and varsity football that night. It was it a Friday? It's it Friday night because I remember giving score updates, and um, you know between you know between at halftime and between games uh, between JV and the varsity game. And at one point the Dodgers were up. I gave a score update, and <laughs> later I'm. Uh, our vice principal was giving me a hard time for... He's like... Uh, he's giving me a hard time going, Hey, only if the, jo- only if the Dodgers are losing. Yeah. Um, and... But, you know, we were just having a good time. He was just giving me a hard time. And, uh... Anyways, it was, I think, the 12th or 13th inning when that game ended. And mm-hmm. I got home. It was, like, the 13th or 14th by then. I'm like, okay, I did not think that a baseball game that started at 5 o'clock... I'd get home from a 7 o'clock varsity football game and still be watching baseball yeah. till, min, till 12 or 1 a.m., whatever time and, it was.
1: And we're never going to see a game like that again because of the,
0: the rules. For yeah. now. Uh, for now. May. That's I a discussion that. for the offseason. Yeah, I guess. But um, with the Mariners, they just—I yeah. mean, they had that great season, but they, they haven't seen the playoffs since.
1: They're not going to make it this year because of the Mariners.
0: But they always, they always somehow look, give a little glimmer of hope. Mm-hmm, every year. But then they just can never actually... They didn't make it last year with, like, the 18th
1: division. I and
0: remember in 2018, it was about a similar thing to what happened this year. They were looking right there, you know, within three games, around, this is about beginning of August, because I was at sports broadcasting camp. But then they just, they, they fell off and started falling out of that race.
1: For my sport broadcasting camp here at ASU and anyone who is listening, I highly recommend. Very, very fun time. Um, but I was I was there and the Giants were on that one hot streak in July twenty nineteen when they went like nineteen I, and two. I remember that. And I when I'm like nineteen and two in twenty one games and they were the hottest team in baseball, which anyone who's listening from that camp, I said a million times <laughs> while they were there. Giants are the hot team in baseball, baby. And then they didn't trade Smith and Massive Bub Garner And then they had the worst September of any team in major league history they went like 4-20 in September <laughs> and just fell apart and heavily regretted not trading
0: their two stars and that's too bad because that was also Bruce Bochy's final season yeah I mean Yaz emerged that year yeah that's where I started seeing the potential in Yaz that's where I started seeing the potential he in hit, he hit 20th home run he uh his 20th home run in
1: Boston with his grandpa that's game. right I remember that and that was something I almost cried I think that was a really cool moment I remember and that and then they won Bochy's two thousand game the next day
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Did you go to Bochy's final game? I'm just curious. I wanted to. I really wanted to go there. I couldn't be. Uh, I couldn't be. Timmy showed up. That's right. And Song. Like, I can.
1: I can believe Vogels on Vogelsang come back, but Timmy wants to come. He's like disappeared off the face of the planet.
0: Dude, do that guy. Oh,
1: if he gets inducted into the that. Hall of Fame, he's probably not going to show
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brian Wilson even had come to that game. That's crazy, dude. As well, and we he came out. When he came out of the, the, the center, uh, center field, field fence, nope, I'm like, wait, who's that? Wait a second.
1: Yeah, the beard. From it the took beard a there, minute. I don't know if the beard was there.
0: The beard was not there. That's why I, it was like, wait, who is, wait, oh, God.
1: <laughs> now, the other team, we kind of go on tangents here because baseball has so many stories, but the other team on the outside looking in is the, uh, the team across the bay from us, the Oakland Athletics. They um they lost two or three against the Giants. The Giants clinched the Bay the Bay Bridge series. Let's go. Let's go. And then since then they've gone uh seven and twelve. Uh not look good. Their pitching has been okay. Chris Bats got line drive right off the face. I hope he's alright. I think he should be coming back soon is what I read. Um, but they probably have the longest shot at making playoffs unless they turn around a lot sooner than people think they are going to. But they're the Oakland A's,
0: so they might figure it
1: out. They always do.
0: The thing with the A's? They don't want to spend the money. They they're, they're, yeah, and mean, that's what's costing them. They don't want to spend the money on them. They really should have re-signed Marcus Simeon He's a last like year. The Jays. That's he's the so thing, they you get know. they get these prospects. Can you develop them, make them look good. They don't even trade. And they let, them let them go they don't to even them. Trade them.
1: Like if you know you I guess they did with Josh Donaldson and you want to suspect it's at one time, but like since then, they haven't made any trades for any prospects that they could survive with the next year. You know what I mean?
0: And they don't have much pitching. They're pitching... Well, they also no, lost... They, they, they also lost Jesus Lizardo. For But Starling Marte is pitting really, really They really lost Marte. No, 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 no. They
1: traded Lozardo for Marte. Oh,
0: for that's inside.
1: right. And he's looked fantastic. That's and, right.
0: For the Indians, But like, they... So, t- so good. Wasn't somebody... Uh, oh, no. Uh, here's, here's part of the Ace uh, issue. Ramon Laureano is on an 80-game... Yeah, 80 80-game 80, 80 suspension. ...for PEDs. Yeah, that was kind of bad. That's right, because I remember shortly after the Marte trade, it was like, ah, I guess that worked, That somewhat helps. I mean, you'd rather have Luzardo and
1: Marte than just one of them. But, uh, yeah, some update on the Giants' score. Uh, they were closing in on a 5-3 uh, lead. But then uh, with the Chris Bryant solo shot, his first home run in a while. But now Jerickson Profar, who seems to only hit home against the Giants, the two-home run, run-home run, home run in the top of seventh to take the lead. Oh. Seven second lead, 7-3. But as Steven Duggar, who has looked fantastic, comes in and hit the sole home run, in the bottom of seventh, to make the score, 7-4. And the Giants kind of just hang in there. They're kind of just pests, you know? And now we have Mike Yastrzemski at the plate. Unfortunately, the Arizona Dynamics did not complete that comeback. The Los Angeles Dodgers are now 5-3 instead of 4-3. Um, the, uh, going into the bottom of the seventh. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the division race stays close. So it's looking like the Dodgers will be back in with one and a half games. But Hopefully the, the Diamondbacks, the hometown Diamondbacks, come up clutch
0: and uh, come with a win. Can they please, can they please? Can, seriously, can the Giants please get some help from the, somebody? Not going to. Apparently not. I mean, I, the Autos fans are saying the exact same thing.
1: True. <laughs> can they get help from anybody? Because the Giants are... Seem seemed to be unstoppable,
0: which is just crazy. True. So, you know one thing I'm looking at right now that I heard about not long before we came on to do this show? Apparently, the Baltimore Orioles grounds crew Yeah, yeah you told me about that. got ejected from the game today. How does that even happen? I don't know. Apparently, there was some delay so that they were like, causing. Yeah, that's going to do something? Huh. Right now. So let's see. I'm reading an article on MLB.com. So this was uh, it was Yankees-Orioles. The game was threatened by inclement weather. So
1: yeah.
0: So in Ours, the ninth yeah, inning, nobody knows apparently. In the ninth inning, third base umpire Tim Timmons saw the Orioles crew, ground, Orioles grounds crew, sitting on and behind the tarp in anticipation of a potential rain delay. So then, uh, he, uh, walked from his position behind third base all the way across the field and, uh, signaling them to leave the field. All. every single member. Well, <laughs> there is hey, something
1: that's never happened I'm before. I'm working on Twitter. Then it, a Twitter commenter said, then it started dumping. Good job,
0: Blue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. What,
0: what did. Why? 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 The only thing. <sighs> I'm watching the video right now trying to trying to see. The only thing I can think of is that it's some sort of safety issue. Actually, no, not at that level. The biggest thing that I can think of that would come to my mind as to why that would be the case. Okay, this is the other thing. It was the top of the ninth, two runners in scoring position, Oils were up 3-2 with winning? one out. Oh, wow, they were beating the Yankees. By a surprise. That's when that happened. But the only thing I can think of is that it has to do with unauthorized people on the field. That's the only thing I can think of. So
1: here's of. what it is. The Ora's ground crew was out
0: behind the tarp at Camden Yards. Apparently their presence was
1: deemed unnecessary or disrupted by umpire Tim Timmons because he kicked them off the field. The whole lot of them. <laughs> cool. Were they chirping, throwing stuff, stealing signs? It's not bad. <laughs> were they just no longer needed because there was no threat of bad weather? Weather, which we saw was wrong because it started pouring. Wow! Ten seconds after they were ejected.
0: Huh? Man, what a, what a team, the Orioles, huh? What an interesting day in baseball. Is see, there that's the thing. You, you, that's there thing. are things. That's the thing. Baseball presents you with a new set of challenges every day, and you Especially see things. You see things all the time that you never would think would happen, and this is this is one of those scenarios. Yeah, um,
1: along with. I don't know. We could be here next week and the Giants could be three games back of the Dodgers. I think that could definitely be a possibility. Or the Giants could be six games up. Or they could be who knows. Or they could be all hurt. I mean, baseball changes every day. Dodgers could fall off the face of the earth. The Giants could fall off the face of the earth.
0: The Yankees could continue falling off the face of the earth.
1: The, Giants,
0: I- the Giants have three, one more game against the Padres tomorrow evening. And then they have three games at home. Against the Atlanta Braves this weekend, so all around it's going to be interesting. And can't wait to talk about it. Can't wait to come. More. I mean, same here. I can't wait to come back next week and see see where things lie. Yeah. Next week. So, the Dodgers will have three games in Cincinnati this weekend. So, with that, any final thoughts?
1: Uh, Thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to see uh, talk to you guys all again soon. Uh, hopefully you guys stay involved,
0: and we'll talk to you guys later. And you can follow me on Twitter, ARSports20, yeah, is and you follow the me tag.
1: Yeah, on Twitter, at Newt, N-U-T-E, Sammy,
0: S-A-M-M-Y. And with that, thank you so much for tuning in. This was the first, and not the last, episode of The Whole Nine on Blaze Radio, dot blazeradioonline.com. I am your host, Anthony Remedios, alongside Sammy Newt.